You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. I just love this epic music. It's so amazing. Yes, yes. It just reminds me of like running into battle, yep. right? What we just talked about with Father John Paul Gardner. But you know who also is running into battle every day, including Father John Paul Gardner, is our amazing priests. Yes. I can't imagine the spiritual attack they face. You know what, that, this, you know what this music makes me, makes me want to kind of go into like a, and welcome. <laughs> no. You do that, because I can't do that. Today's honor our father's segment. <laughs> this is the best I could do. All right. Well, welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is the honor our father's segment on Real Presence Radio, brought to you in part by Kubacher Trucking. Kubacher Trucking delivers road materials, rock, and topsoil for lawn and garden. Jack will drop by his customer sites to give estimates on materials and cost. He can be reached at 307-680-1814. 307-680-1814. So, John, who do we honor this week? Is there any way we can get that music back? I think it would sound really cool underneath it. There we go. Look at that. He's just got it ready. Brandon. It's my honor and privilege to announce this week's winner of the donuts, Father Jason Leffer Woo! from St. John ne- uh, Nepomucene. Uh, come on, help me. Nepomucene. Nepomucene. There we go. <laughs> Catholic Church in Pisic, St. Peter's and Paul's Catholic Church in Venice, and St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Lankin, North Dakota. Busy guy. Yeah. Amazing. He's, he's an amazing man. Yeah. I've known him for many years. He's a good friend. So Stan and Peggy nominated Father by saying, Father Leffer is a wonderful and compassionate confessor. He mm. works hard to educate our children in the faith through CCD and has such a loving way of serving the Lord. He is dedicated to sharing authentic Catholicism with his entire parishes. Father Leffer is a phenomenal spiritual advisor and will go to great lengths to help people and serve them. Yeah, I, I agree with everything that was well, said. Father Leffer is, is a very gifted priest. Uh, he's just got a heart for people. Not that the other priests don't, but uh, in this case, you know, he's, he's being honored, and he is just, he's an exemplary person uh, in, in the priesthood of Christ. It's, it's so great. And uh, I just want to say to our listeners that we are volunteers, so I apologize if we pronounced any of the... Uh, <laughs> The name's wrong. Uh, you could take that up with Eli in the uh, the booth. Uh, he he's taking all uh, complaints for pronunciations. Yeah. And thanks for taking some of the the, the burden off me because I was the one that just butchered all those. Yeah, names. absolutely. Yeah. Well, and thanks for your mercy too, as well, <laughs> listeners, uh, for <laughs> if we mispronounced anything. So thanks again to Kubacher Trucking for sponsoring this week's honor our fathers honoring Father Jason Leffer of the Diocese of Fargo. You can reach Jack at three zero seven. Six eight zero one eight one four. Okay, so uh, before we get into our banter time, Eli had a fantastic idea here. So we're giving these donuts right out in Lent. Mm-hmm. So so what if we changed it to like fish sandwiches? How about frosted fish sandwiches and sprinkles? I, doesn't that defeat the purpose? <laughs> kind of. Sounds kind of gross, too. <laughs> Maybe like a shrimp, uh, you know, you can pick up one of those shrimp yeah. platters. Although I just picture bringing a box of 
12 fish sandwiches. Mm. I would you just give them one? Yeah. I, I hope they're going to be warm, though. You know? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, you're, a, I, I wonder what the closest, like, Burger King or... Is there one or, or a McDonald's in Pisic? Well, Lincoln? I'm not sure. I, I at least hope, I hope they would be warm. Uh, let's hope so. But <laughs> Eli, I don't think that's going to fly. No. Sorry, Eli. Uh, you could, uh, you know, Janelle, reach out to Janelle. And, uh, you know, maybe you could actually, Eli, I've got a perfect idea. So when you find out who the Honor Our Fathers is, who the nominee is, uh, just text them and find out what they're doing for Lent. And you're not supposed to do that. So don't do that. But then just figure out a way to, to get the donuts yourself. I mean, because if, if the priest is doing like a, a fast, right, and they're giving up sweets, then somebody has to eat them. I think it should be you, Eli. Somehow I have a feeling those donuts will not go uneaten. Yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On to other things. So, John, we, we were talking about contrition and how to be contrite with our sins. And uh, Father John Paul Gardner just dropped this bomb, mm-hmm. in my opinion, at the end, like yep. when we had 30 seconds to go, he talked about Our Lady and how she was full of grace, and yet she still had free will. So had she wanted to, <laughs> she could have chosen mm-hmm. to turn her back on God, except she didn't, right? And her response at the Annunciation, Joyful Mysteries today, so I was reflecting on the Annunciation and just, just got lost in this like, behold the handmaid of the Lord, you know? Be it done unto me according to thy word. Like she just chose Christ in her free will every time, and she was given the grace to do that. Well, and it, it didn't become part of her life; it was her life. Yeah. And so, when I think of, of free will, I think that it must have been difficult for her, but her will was so so solid. Yeah. That she lived. She lived, you know, a much longer life than you know. So to, to go through everything she went and just keep focused and have, have the will to, to do what is right. And that's why I love what Father John Paul Gardner said at the end of the interview, you know, just run to Our Lady, you know, and I've just had this laid on my heart, and so <laughs> forgive me for going on my soapbox, but, you know, I, I just honestly think that many of us don't appreciate uh, what we have in the gift that Our Lady is to us as our mother, our Heavenly Mother, you know, how many of us pray the rosary every day? She talked about it all the time in her apparitions, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, messages at Fatima, pray the rosary, pray the rosary, pray the rosary. How many of us do that? You know, do we recognize how much our mama wants to gift us and bless us, right? In a consecration I did, uh, 33 Days to Morning Glory by Father Michael Gately, you know, I talked about how Mary was the mediatrix of all grace, all grace flows through her. I mean, this is a great opportunity in Lent to really reconnect with her and place ourselves under her mantle of heavenly protection because she is the one who can lead us in the best way possible back to her son, Jesus. Think of that intimacy, right? You know, I was reflecting on, on the birth of our Lord, you know, and the intimacy that exists between Jesus as an infant, this, this completely helpless, like would die if he didn't have Mary to nourish him. Uh, and, and in a similar way, our, our Lady, our Mother, 
nourishes us every day and she wants to nourish us. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> we have to go to her for nourishment. So we can run to Our Lady um, for protection, but we can also run to Our Lady for specific things. So we talked about the temptations. Mm-hmm. When you feel a temptation, um, it, it, it's, it's like Father Gardner said, just say a Hail Mary. Just it's a simple, everybody knows that, or it's safe to assume they do. Um, and that can be the strength. That can be the grace that she allows you to fight that temptation. Well, she crushes the head, right? She right. crushes the head of the serpent. You know, and, and Tony and I, my wife, are going through a, a consecration right now in Lent. And it's a, it's a consecration to Mary's mantle. And uh, it's very interesting. Each day goes through a different virtue and, and something different to reflect on. And yesterday, we reflected on love and the cross. Um, no, it was two days ago. Anyway, and, and so it, it had us reflect on and, and meditate on the, on the cross, you know, and what our biggest cross is and reflect on those times where that cross just really digs in and cuts into our shoulder. Reflect on the times where we just want to throw that cross to the side and say, I'm done with this. And that was a really interesting reflection. But at the end of it, it talked about St. Simon of Cyrene, right? Or, or Simon of Cyrene, I don't know if he's the saint. Um, and how he came in and he helped carry the cross with Jesus for a time. And the, the reflection talked about how Mary wants to be our Simon of Cyrene. She wants us to help bring her into this to, to bear the load of that cross. And I've always thought about, you know, Jesus bearing that load, mm-hmm. right? I've never really thought about Our Lady wanting to help with that as That's well. That's a wonderful image. It really is. Yeah. Because I think about a child running to mom, right? It just if, if you ever see a child just like upset, running to the arms of its mother, it's such a beautiful gift. Mm-hmm. And so thinking about how Our Lady wants to help do that, right? Wants to help carry that cross and make it easier to bear. Yep. And she's waiting. You know, she's waiting. Yeah. Here's the other thing I thought was really cool about Our Lady. Uh, and, and, and I had this, this happen yesterday. It, uh, so I was talking to my sister-in-law and she was talking about, we were talking about different Marian things and, and stuff like that. And she said, you should ask our lady for a surprise every day. Hmm. I'm like, what? A surprise? She's like, yeah, ask her for a surprise every day because she loves you so much. She wants to give you something every day. And it might not be like a, a, like a physical gift, mm-hmm. right? It could be something spiritual. It could be something we noticed something that just wasn't, we didn't notice before. It's always been there, you know, but for some reason our, our attention is drawn to it. So I did that. I did that yesterday. Tony and I did that in prayer yesterday. And I just, I said, Mama, like, can you give us a surprise? At two moments. I, she, she, she gave two moments. Yesterday, uh, there, there was a situation that, my wife and I you know, would normally have gotten into an argument over. But uncharacteristically, we both had so much peace to work through that situation and not, handle, not, not have even a little bit of conflict. It was just so peaceful that I, I, neither of us could believe it. We're like, <laughs> wow, that was amazing. And then I, I was out of wood, so I had to, to, to grab some more wood yesterday for burning. And I, I have night wood and day wood. And uh, I knew I had plenty of night wood, but I didn't know where I was going to get the, 
the day wood, you know, to get enough day wood and stuff. And so I'm heading out to, to get out the, the night wood. And there's a, a fort that my nieces and nephews had built off to the side. And they had to use these, these huge, nice logs to, to build the fort and be their base. And I'd never noticed them before. I, I walked past them all the time. And all of a sudden, I looked over. I'm like, there, there's four nice, mm-hmm. huge logs. They're going to provide me with three, four days of, of day wood. I had, I had other stuff that I found too. But, but just the gift there and noticing and those things that I had never noticed before. So I want to invite you. These are little things, but they just, they made the day so much better. I want to invite you, you know, pray the rosary every day. And then also ask Our Lady for a surprise every day and see what happens. See what she wants to bless you with. But in, you become more aware. Yeah. So you notice those things and they truly are gifts. And they're probably there before you ask too. But having these little moments during the day help keep you on track. Yeah. So that's my invitation to you. We do need to head to a break right now. But, uh, but pray about this. Offer this. And we'll be back with Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. S.J. Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Real Presence Live here on the Real Presence Radio Network. We're having a fantastic conversation this morning. We visited with Father John Paul Gardner. In our first segment, we did honor our fathers, Father Jason Leffer. What a great priest. He's going to get some donuts, even though I'm... Pretty sure he's not going to eat them. 
because it's Lent. But we already discussed that fish was probably not the solution. So uh, somebody who isn't giving up sweets and is actually adding sweets, is that a Lenten penance? Uh, no. Oh. But I was thinking, what about macaroni and cheese? Oh, that, there's a lot of different, mac, like a basket of macaroni and cheese. That would be cool. Ramen noodles. What about ramen noodles? Think about all the different flavors of ramen noodles. That's that's almost that's almost uh, be like being in college. That's again. almost penance too. <laughs> that's very Lent. Also, I would like to clarify, Simon of Cyrene, he is a saint. He's the patron saint of passersby. So that. Also, I would like to also uh, also clarify. Is that enough? Also's <laughs> that. Uh, there were no children in the fort when I took the logs. I did not light the logs on fire, so nobody was harmed in me gathering the firewood. And uh, and there are children out there fortless to this day. <laughs> Thank you very little. And I will, I will find some new logs in the spring to help build that back up. All right. What did you do this weekend? You were at the Redeemed Conference. Yes. And um, that was my, my wife and some friends went, and it's... Uh, it's nice to, you know, this this conference was a little different that, you know, my Cecile, my wife, when she goes, because she didn't come back all glowing and fired up for the Lord, but I could tell that there was a calmness and a deepness that, that she gathered what she needed yeah. there. I think it was a very, I, I helped out, and, and a few of us guys helped out. And uh, because that's, that's a great gift that we can give to mm-hmm. these women, right? And here's a, the other really cool thing is that at each hour of the conference, there was a man coming in to do a holy hour. So we were praying for our women all, all along. But I think what was really great about this conference is there was no, I mean, there was, you know, fire you up moments, but, but there was really a, a sense of, of growing in sisterhood, right? Mm-hmm. The, the theme of the conference was trusted sister. But then a depth, mm-hmm. right? So the, the first keynote speaker on, on Friday night, she talked about just being in the Father's gaze, you know? And then we, we had speakers throughout the rest of it. I didn't get to experience all of them. But everything just pointed towards building that sisterhood and growing in the identity as a beloved daughter. And we, like I said, we had confessions, three different rounds, and the lines were amazingly long. It was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I heard of a, a one woman, a story of one woman who hadn't been to confession in 19 years and, wow. and went to confession. Yeah. yeah. And so just the gift of things like this and the women's conference and bringing the speakers together and bringing these women, st- women together to build that sisterhood is, is quite amazing. I mean, we, we, all we heard was how much they enjoyed it. And you always, I, I shouldn't say you, but sometimes I have a tendency to ask myself, you know, are we going to evangelize the evangelized? You know, uh, you're going to save the saved and, and all, you know, all that kind. But from, from what I understand, this was taking the evangelized a step deeper. And that will never end. That'll never, I mean, we can always go deeper. So conferences like this um, are not only needed, but like you said, they're just, they're just beautiful. I mean, they're, they're, they, they, did what their purpose was. Well, and the call to action Friday night was, you know, asking if, uh, where, where's your joy? Have you lost your joy in life? Have you experienced times where it's faded? Is it faded now? And to reflect on that, 
and to just take everything that had been brought forward just in that evening in the in the praise and worship in the keynote and to go home and sit with that mm-hmm. you know similar to like mary right she pondered everything in her heart it's just a beautiful message of this is not just a, a one and done deal right of getting together with their sisters. There's there's ongoing action. There's ongoing work and putting ourselves at the feet of Jesus, right? We, we looked at Martha and Mary, uh, Bishop did in, in his homily and mass on, on Saturday, and how Mary chose the better part in sitting at the feet and listening to him and taking all that in. That's wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really great. We had, uh, I think, I don't know the final numbers. I think maybe 350. I think there were probably 250 to 275 in person. And then there were satellite sites across the Diocese of Fargo as well, which was a great opportunity. So, yeah, it it really, and you know, listen to those things as a man too. There's there's so much that we can glean from that. Mm -hmm. You know, I I talked about with Father John Paul Gardner, the the sorrow these women had for their their sins. Like, I, I would love to have that sorrow. I would love to be, in, in the deeper level and, and pray for that grace to have that, that deep contrition as we talked about, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just how Mary sat at the feet of Jesus, how Mary, our mother, pondered these things in her heart. And another thing that I really took away is just this idea that, and, and this really was from Dr. Helen Alvarez, one of the speakers, that women ha- are, are so prominent, right? And, and, Man and woman together reveal the image of God. Man alone, woman alone, they don't make sense because they weren't created to be alone. Mm-hmm. But them together reveal the image of God. And, and I just, I, I came away with a deeper appreciation for the gift of femininity, for the gift of woman. You know, I, I, came, I came home just buzzing, you know, t- to my wife and I'm like, you know, I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you and everything that you do. Because Jesus gave such a, a prominent place in his eyes to women. At a time where Dr. Dr. Helen Alvarez said women were, were really kind of, they didn't have any promise. They didn't have a place. They were either married or they were nothing. But the way that Jesus treated women, it, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, and, we, and we see just the, the degradation of that in our society today, right? Uh, and it just, it hurts my heart. And so, you know, to all my sisters out there, God bless you, you know, thank you for being who you are. Thank you for owning your identity as beloved daughters. Thank you for your, your sisterhood and for teaching us things that we as men just don't understand. You know, Bishop talked about how, how men and women each have their own things, right? Guys just plow forward, right? Mm-hmm. We, we blaze a trail oftentimes and, and women catch those details, those things that we miss. You know, there's a complementarity that was lost in the fall. That was lost when original sin came in. And it was never meant to be divisive, right? There was never supposed to be man higher than woman. Mm-hmm. You know, that, Dr. Helen Oliver I talked about how that all came in with original sin. It was, it's a complementarity. We each bring our own gifts to, to bring it all together and reveal the image of God. And so, I, I don't know. It was just really amazing. You know, you talk about the, the um, you know, being, you know, thanking the women in our lives and the world for being who they are. But, you know, I've, I've always been told growing up that, um, you know, to see a man pray is very impactful. 
But to me, when I see my wife, Cecile, pray, that's very impactful. That's the example. So if, if I'm an example as a man, um, it's from a woman's example that I take it. And so, you know, the, uh, and the strength, and it could be inner strength. It could be um, it's just, just resolve. I mean, it's, like you said, we're not blazing ahead. They're not blazing ahead. The saints for today. Uh, of Felicity and Perpetua. Mm, yep. <clears throat> they, I mean, they, there's a sign, there's an example right there. You know, the, the more there was, I read a reflection on Mag- Mag- Magnificat this morning from St. Augustine that talked about it. And I'm like, oh, wow, these women were incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one lost her life after giving birth, holding the baby in her hand, hands it away, and then is executed. Yeah. That's, that's something that... Um, that's powerful. I think there's a reason we have, as men, a special love for our moms, right? Mm-hmm. And without even realizing it, they do so much for us. And so, you know, when we look at our wives and how, you know, not that we, we just push off the, the responsibility of being a father, right, and helping raise our kids, but they do so much for raising their kids, especially like when they're infants. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the infants are just completely reliant on their mom for, for nourishment. Uh, and so I just... Again, I'm just left in awe of, of the gift that wives and mothers um, and just women in general make of themselves to our, our society, to our church. And I just, again, want to offer that gratitude out as we get ready to head into a break. Right. And we'll explore Mary and the rosary. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be talking about the rosary and Our Lady even more. Yep. So, and a special rosary, actually. So stay with us as we dive into the warrior rosary when Real Presence Live continues right after this. 